Welcome back to another episode of Montgomery's Meaningful Monday. I'm your host, James, with my lovely wife, Brianna. And this is part two of our episode entitled, So 2023. And in this episode, we talk about everything that we've gone over this year and discussed and just seen happen within the body of Christ in the year 2023. We pick up where we left off on the topic of communication within marriage. Here's that discussion. Yeah, and that's that's and I see that a lot. And I've been hearing it a lot, particularly in uh, marriage, marriage specifically, and how we and I would just address men. You know, we have a tendency when things aren't going our way. We want something to bail us out. We want something or someone to bail us out. Kind of like, kind of like the same, the same thing thing that Adam went through. When instead of just being accountable for the things that he's done, and for the woman that he decided to say yes to, um, that he he in, instead went into a blame game, blame blaming his wife. Blaming, mm-hmm. blaming other things where instead of take, taking, taking accountability. accountability and I see the same thing with, you know, a lot of married brothers. It's, it's like, sir, you, you were the one who said, I do, mm-hmm. you made vows. sir, you made vows, not just between you and her, but you, her and the Lord, mm-hmm. sir, you are the one that may have heard from the Lord. You know, you may be that, that, that person that got a clear yes. But then because trial comes in, which all marriage faces trial, mm-hmm. I'm realizing that, listen, we only two years in and I'm, and I'm realizing that we're, we're in trials and mm-hmm. we have seasons that, oh, now all of a sudden I made a mistake or, oh, all of a sudden God must not have been right when mm-hmm. he when, when he gave me a clear yes. And I was and okay. I was sub- uh, submitted. I was praying. I was you know fasting mm-hmm. listening to the uh, to the holy spirit all that and then and then i heard from him i heard a confirmation gave me a, co- a confirming word and then boom and and i'm moving by faith everything yeah god then we go through a, then we go through a hard season and think that god changes mind mm-hmm. no Mm-mm. we got to be accountable and do the work yeah we got to be accountable and do the why because our families depend on it it's yeah, bigger than it's just. Legacy. It's bigger than just me. It's the generations to come. Yeah, it's big. Right, like, 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 right now. I'm putting forth, like, I'm doing my best, not just for myself, mm-hmm. but for my legacy, mm-hmm. for my seed. Yeah, we have to set aside. Yeah. Every weight, and a lot of times with this, you know, when we think about the weights, we're always thinking about, you know, specific sins. But it's like sometimes you even you just gotta set aside yourself. Yeah. Um, and not in a sense, you know, in, 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 yes, take care of yourself, you know, especially if we're talking about the priesthood of homes, like we want y'all healthy. And as women, we are to be covering the head. We'll be covering whoever, um, the, the husband who, who, whomsoever the Lord has given us. But at the same time, like, uh, we just have to remember that. The Bible says that a man is to love his wife as Christ loved the church. Mm-hmm. What did Christ do? The most selfless act that humanity will ever see. Yeah. 
He laid down himself. Yeah. And it's not easy. I know that everybody, you know, you know, no marriage is perfect. Mm-mm. Um, at the end of the day, you know, no wife is perfect. No. No but husband's we perfect. are but but going back to your word, but we are the ones you you're held accountable for yourself. Yeah. When you stand we were talking about this on a marriage thing last night, because when I stand before God, I won't stand with nobody. Like right. I'm gonna stand there as myself and I'm gonna be held accountable for how I've treated how I treated my husband, how yep. I treated my in laws, how I treated my neighbor, my yep. um my enemies, right? And yep. vice versa. And so it's like it's be you gotta set the weight of side of he said, she said, mm-hmm. I feel this way. Oh, well, she did this. Because at the end of the day, God is not into the pettiness. When we stand before him, he's not going to be trying to hear, well, what Adam and Eve did. He's not going to be trying to hear that. No. Well, the wife you gave me, what did you do with her? Yeah. How did you water her? How did yeah. you love her? How did you treat her? Right. Right? Because we're going to be so focused on what she ain't, what he ain't. That's not what I'm asking you. The question is going to be, well, what did you do? Right. What did... We were talking about that, too, with the, the seed mm-hmm. recently. What did you do with what I gave you? Yeah. That the God ain't going to be up there? Because she not... Whoever she or he is, they're not going to be standing there. No. And what did you, you do with, with, what he, with what he gave you? And this, you know, also that goes for the wives as well, you yeah. know. Vice versa. That... You can't use, and, and just spouses in general, you can't use your past traumas as reasons as to why to now treat your your now spouse mm. like someone that's from your past. Yeah. When they've already, conf- you know, you've already got clarity from the Holy Spirit before you said I do, mm-hmm. that they weren't. And it's like, you've been hearing from the Lord, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, we, we then hold our spouses hostage Based off of our own traumas and, you know, fears and rejections. And that's not fair. Yeah. That's not, I don't think that that's fair. Yeah. I don't think that that's, that's, that's fair that a spouse should have to suffer because of one's inability to process their own traumas. And they may be in a season where they're maybe experiencing traumas. And I think mm. that one, the spouse that isn't experiencing the trauma should, should be a definite help and a source of grace. Yeah. A source of support. A source of um, help, you know, everything that that they that they can be to their spouse who is going through just a season of, of maybe suffering or loss or um, a trial. But at the same time, that doesn't give that same spouse who's going through it the right to now lash out on mm-hmm. the person that is their partner just because they're going through a hard season. That's your partner. Yeah. That's your teammate. You know, yeah. if 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 uh, you know if Shaq and Kobe were beefing during uh, during any of the championships they we didn't see it because uh because on the court they mm-hmm. was they 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 was like a dynamic duo mm-hmm. uh, you know uh jordan and pippen you know you could uh, you couldn't stop them when, when they were on the court you couldn't tell mm. and we should you know not not to not to make a comparison but you know it's just how we how we treat each other impacts you, yeah. uh, you know um um just the, just just the whole family especially if you got kids mm-hmm. you know because now they're looking at the spouse that whom you deemed as your enemy now, yeah. they looking at that person as, as as an enemy as well. Yeah, and it's um yeah, and I think we can lean into because for me, um I was up here thinking I'm like okay because this this year, um has 
really um, <laughs> exposed a lot of things that I don't think I was necessarily ready for. Mm. Um, this pregnancy in general um, exposed one of the big things of just dependency and trust. Yeah. Um, with the Lord, like you don't realize how much you don't realize where you struggle yeah. until you're placed in a season where you got to face, face you. Face that struggle, yeah. Like, and, and so in the beginning of the pregnancy, there were some things that were happening that, like, caused fear. And I, I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, I just began to see, like, Brianna, like, do you really trust God? Like, do you trust God? Yeah. You know? And I, it was like I had to... Really, like, sit with myself and and see that, to a certain extent, I did. Like, it's not to say, like, I ain't trust God at all. But I I was struggling because, if I can just be honest and be plain on here, you know, and, and if you know me, I've always been one that is um, aware of the struggle of infertility. Yeah. Um, always been one that's sensitive to it. Um, praying for sisters, praying for the fruit of the womb, seeing many sisters walk through seasons of miscarriages and walk through seasons of just pain in this area. And so when I begin to experience certain complications because of the awareness that I had, mm-hmm. I, th- I, I, I knew that I couldn't be exempt. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just say it like I'm like, and so fear came and I was just like, I didn't know how to trust God yeah. with the complications and with the things that I was, you know, that was going on with my body. I, I just was just, and it really hit me. And, 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 but I'm grateful. First of all, kind of like going back to what you were saying, I am grateful for accountability because I'm sitting here remembering a friend of mine really having tough conversations with me. Like, first of all, this is real. Yeah. You are pregnant. There's a baby in there and this baby will be born, period. Yeah. Like, you're not going to hide this pregnancy. Yes, some things may be happening. That's ho- like, you know, you know, it's okay. You're going to be okay. Yeah. You know, and, and I was really getting scared because I'm like a lot of the women around me who either had a baby or was pregnant didn't necessarily have my story. Right. And so it made me even more scared. Like, oh, well, nobody else is experiencing this. You know, and then of course my husband, like you know, Jay, you know, my husband was there, you know, as a rock, as a reminder of like, hey, it's gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. But he did see the breakdowns. He saw me just like. And what do you do? <laughs> you you know, of course you spoke you spoke truth as well. Like I, and it goes back to accountability, and and I feel like tying into both of ours, yours being accountability, mine being depending on God and also being transformed with the knowing of my mind. Those were, they, those have been hand in hand this year. I feel like the Lord was showing me, it's like who you are accountable to. It's very important when it, when it comes to you embracing dependency on me, because if I didn't have the sisters I have in my life, that's going to speak that truth. That's going to remind me like, first of all, you can, uh-uh. our, our God is good. This baby will be fine. You will, you will birth this baby. You will be healthy. The, the baby will be healthy. It's going to work out. But what if I would have had people in my life who were not holding me accountable like that? Yeah. 
then my dependency on Christ would have probably shifted mm-hmm. more to the to the right of like, okay, this ain't gonna happen. Like I was like legitimately scared. Yeah, I was like legitimately, legitimately concerned. It is crazy because one thing that my my husband pointed out, James, you kept pointing out every time we would go to the doctors yeah. and do an ultrasound or do the heartbeat check or anything. Regardless of how you've been feeling that week. Regardless uh, of how I felt, regardless of me mentioning the complications, they will always say, she's perfect. Yep. The specific word, like we heard it from, and this is like different nurses, different doctors, different doctors different nurses, yep. everybody was saying the same. It was like, it was like, it was like, God was like, okay, I'm going to use them also mm-hmm. as, you know, because they, they could have definitely been for tactics as well, but he used them as a voice of reason. Like, she's perfect. Yeah. She's fine. I yeah. got her. I got you. Yeah. It's going to be okay. And now, what they say, hindsight, mm-hmm. 38 weeks later, I'm like, the complication that I was experiencing, I don't experience no more. So, I, I who knows? Like, and then, you, and, and then for those who may be new moms... Who may listen to this and you're new to it, you just gotta embrace the complications, embrace what may not feel good or may not make sense because everybody's body is different. Yeah. And it's okay. And you know, and you can trust God through it. Yeah. Um And I think that that, that also points out a important thing about being having because you mentioned having those people that are that you deem are your accountability people. Yeah. And like kind of going back to my point earlier is that you know we can't you got to realize too that you can't do this thing on your own mm. that you need help walk. you need a support system not this walk Mm-mm. you know whether not you're single or, or married you know but you can't one one thing that's big about being a christian is that you christians are in community why mm-hmm. because god himself is in community god the father god god the son the holy spirit you know they're they're all in fellowship within community with with, with each other perfect harmony because god is one yeah um and we we need to embrace that same mindset mm-hmm. we can't just go around expecting to walk this christian walk especially when, when when we're in trial and isolation because mm-hmm. that's the first thing the very first thing that the enemy wants to do Whenever you're facing a hard time, it's it's nobody understands. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nobody will get it. Nobody will understand you. Nobody will understand the situation. Therefore, rely on no one. Mm -hmm. That's the first lie. Yeah. Because you want want to know why? Because that's the first tactic that he pulled on Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. Oh, you. No, that's not how it is. That's not what he meant. That's not what he meant. Here, 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 here. Come, come, come with me. It's just me and you. It's just me and you, Eve. Mm-hmm. That's let not me, what he meant. Listen, let me let me, let me lure you and let me learn you on some stuff. Let me get you in mm-hmm. isolation. Mm-hmm. His first tactic was to get Eve alone. Mm-hmm. The same thing is happening today. We got a lot of brothers and sisters that are in Christ that are just maybe going through a hard time. Yeah. You know? Or just may may have some uh hard questions about this walk that they may not have gotten answered. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, they've gone into isolation. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, like, even with with you, you were able to overcome a lot of those things through community. Yeah. You know, I was I, I remember it was at one point where I was feeling just like overcome by anxiety and fear. And I was able to talk with, you know, some uh, some brothers that I know. And we were able to just 
process through that, you know, mm-hmm. some, some, mm-hmm. you know, a, mm-hmm. a brother of mine that, that I know that's in that, is, that's in the same seat, season. Well, actually, he, he's in a season that I'm going to be in. Yeah. And he was able to, you know, I was able to talk, talk with him just to get clarity. Mm. And it's like, we need that community. Yeah. Without community, it's like you cutting off a, a, a tree branch limb and that branch is going to wither and die unless mm. it's connected to the vine. We need community. Yeah. That was another big thing that I, I saw that, you know, a lot of, a lot of Christians just suffered in silence. And, mm-hmm. um, and then at the same time, I felt like we, as a church, when we see a brother or sister that's suffering in silence, we got to stop automatically going to, well, you know, well, I don't know. I don't want to bother him because I don't want to seem like a bother. I don't want to mm-hmm. seem like I'm like, you know, messing with them. And mm-hmm. I don't want to seem like I'm, I'm pushing or being pushy. You know, I don't want to sound pre. No, yeah. that might be the one thing that they need. Yeah, you yeah. might be the one person that might be the voice of reason. You might be the one person that they need to hear from. Mm. So go, don't be afraid. As you know, that friend, if you see someone suffering, hey, check in, check in mm. on them. Like, hey, how how you doing? Um, and even even the church in general, like leaders, we, we got to do a better job at, you know, when we're seeing people suffering, just kind of just kind of just giving them general advice or just kind of sticking to the standard up here. But it's like, no, actually see that person, see that person and what they're going through. So, OK. OK. And I 100 percent agree. I. um, I really think that that goes back to something else that we were talking about. We have to. Be sensitive first to Holy Spirit, because, you know, in our flesh, it's crazy. We were talking about that on the prayer line this morning, you know, just the importance of, um, you know, seeing the people around us and, and you know, being Jesus hands and feet. Yeah. But we also know that let's just keep it a book. Um, you know, it's, it's so easy to just go with our agenda that we set yeah. for the day. But I think that in order for us really to seek out those who in, in the body or outside of the body who are maybe stuck in the season of isolation or who may be hurting, we need Holy Spirit to decipher, to see, you know, um, because some people are good at hiding it. Yeah. You know, everybody is not always um, out there in the open. Sometimes we need Holy Spirit as 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 a censor, as, as one to say, hey, like, you know, to get us sensitive, like I'm. I'm sensing something. You can't see it in the physical, but I'm sensing something in the spirit regarding this young lady or regarding this young man. But that in itself takes us cultivating a relationship with the Holy Spirit, which goes back to my my key word, dependency. Us being dependent on the Lord, um, first and foremost in our lives, but also when it comes down to us doing his work. Hmm. You know, it's hard to do that without Holy Spirit because we can be, we can be very, you know, selfish and, you know, me focus because we do have jobs, we do have children, we do have spouses, but we're also called to a a higher standard of living. And the Holy Spirit can can show you how to do that without coming off as someone who's like prying. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, not seeming like you're prying into people's personal stuff and business. Um, but you know, especially if you've built a relationship with that person, um, that the Holy Spirit can lead you into having those conversations where you want to be specific about how to pray for them or how to walk with them in that season without coming off as somebody that's, that's trying to be nosy and just 
want to put, you know, seem like you want to put their business on first street, but you mm. genuinely care and you want to get to know how to um, walk with them effectively in that season. And, you know, what specific prayer points to pray for and to help them combat whatever it is that's dragging them down in that season of isolation or just, you know, just ride with them in that storm. You know, just just I think the Holy Spirit will help with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's. We, we had. I think that's a good closing. Yeah. So it's just to sum it up, you know, basically our themes just went hand in hand. Accountability, independency. Oh, I got one last thing. Mm-hmm. What? Okay. So we got 2024 coming up mm-hmm. next year in like three weeks or so. What's your anticipations about 2024? Anticipations or expectations? Expectations. Like what do I expect? Of course, mm. all things, you know, Lord, Lord willing. Well, one thing is, I would say, um, of the many, you know, uh, because if you're a believer, you should live in expectation because we serve a God who's able, right? Uh-huh. But I am expecting to learn of the Father. One thing that I say, you know, as I'm, we're preparing, we're going into parenting, um, and we'll have a newborn. I, one thing that I said is, I'm like, Lord, I want you to continue to parent me as I parent her. Yeah. And so I'm looking forward to seeing the father in new light. Yeah. I really think parenting um, is another tool, just like everything else that the father used to sanctify us, but also that the father used to show more of himself. Mm. Um, because we begin, I even look at other people who are in the season of parenting and I'm I'm constantly connecting it back. I'm mm. like, man, that's us with the father. Mm. Man, that's how the father is. Man, you know, and it's like, I guess dope to see, but I'm 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 expecting that I'm excited to see how the father is going to reveal himself in new ways as we, you know, are <laughs> welcoming in Abigail as we're parenting her, as yeah. we're loving on her, as we are making mistakes and getting back up, you know. Yeah. 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 I- I say I'm looking forward to seeing who she's going to take after and like also what her personality is going to be like. And then also how am I now as a new dad? How does that, how does that play a role in, in my walk? And like, mm-hmm. cause I, you know, I've seen, I've seen it with my own dad where it can be overwhelming. Yeah. It can be overwhelming to the point where you're up late at night talking to yourself in the mirror because you're just trying to figure out life and you have, you know, and you feel as though you have no one else to lean on or to talk to. So you just, you know, try and rationalize things on your own. And I'm like, well, how me being a believer in Christ, how is that going to, how is now have, having a child going to, uh, you know, how's that going to look with, with, with my walk? So, yeah, that's that's what I was looking forward to. But, yeah. Okay. Other than that, that's well, it. Well, so. what's our go-to? Well, we, oh, I forgot what we say. We normally say, now go out there and, and make, make today, today meaningful. meaningful. Oh, meaningful. Ah, it's been that long. Uh, well, ho- hopefully, now that we got everything set up, we can... Do well, some more? you know, I, and I think we'll we just need to learn a rhythm because we, you know, we got to give ourselves grace because we're about to have yeah, we about to have have another 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 mic another voice another, another mic. voice, and so you know, 
I was thinking at least try to once a month. Once a month. Maybe the first Monday of each month and, and you know, ease our way back into our regular Dang, schedule. Wait a month. You know, hey. <laughs> you know, well, we'll see. I mean, I'm just trying to... This is our first child, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to see. All right, y'all. 